You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Um, so uh, we're looking at today. First of all, today, if you want to get your mama in on Fix Mama's Mouth, you got to do it today. This is it. Cutoffs today. Uh, so so go to the contest button at rickandbubba.com if you want your mother to be considered for a dental makeover for Mother's Day from Dr. Dudney. Uh, you need to go to the contest button today. Get all the information. Do exactly what we've asked you to do or we can't consider it. Uh, and uh, and at the end of business today, that, that all needs to be in because we got to get down to breaking it down to the final three. Yeah, we do. And think about, you know, <clears throat> I, I love when we do this contest and we, we see the final product. Mm-hmm. And these moms come in who have sacrificed wow. and, you know, and, and didn't have the best smile in the world. Hey, I've been there. I, I got you. I feel your pain. And to see them get that fixed oh, yeah. and to hear them talk about the difference it's made in their life, usually with tears in their eyes. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just, that's awesome. You know? Yeah, it is. It is. You know, and, uh, it, you, you, I've ne- you know, I've, I've never experienced that particular thing, but I know what it's like to live your whole life wishing you look better naked. You know what I mean? So all right. I don't think that can help. Yeah, I don't think that really ties into the mom's. But I mean, we here, all. Rick, but I'm talking. We all have our things we wish we could yeah. improve. Okay, hey, there you go. Yeah. Right. That was mine to Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Rick well, I thought about because my, my, my smile's always been good, so I right. can't relate. So I thought, what would I? What would I like? I got you, Rick. That's why God created darkness. That's right, Rick. You got great hair, so you can't go there. Back to the deal you cut with Betty. Well, yeah. I mean, I promise never to take my clothes off with the lights on. And you know, here we are, 33 years later. See there? See how it works. See how things like that work yeah. Yeah. all right so looking well, you, ahead you got to know you got to know your role you know? yeah uh so <laughs> so still to come on the program today uh gary vines dan moultrie and we're going to introduce you to lyle gilbert today so that that's going to be happening i'm and, not sure why gary had a bunch of strawberries i, I don't either what but, that has yeah, to do with uh, the turkey call i messed with him and i said i, I said look i'm i appreciate you doing that but where's the fried pies uh, and and he appreciated that, but also <laughs> whose land did he pick them off? Of? <laughs> right, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought I knew, and he said no, so I don't know where he got them. Uh, Mike Pereira, our new buddy, one of our new buddies, he's going to be on the show again today. Uh, we're going to talk a, a little USFL. Uh, Is this the day he gets tired of us? Uh, could be, but but okay. we're we're going to have him on, uh, and 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 also we'll record Rick and Bubba University the podcast today. Uh, we we touched on this story on the show, the fascinating story of Dan Parker. Uh, and we'll interview him, and that'll be out this weekend. Who just broke? Uh, uh, he's he just went into the Guinness Book of World's Records uh, for being the only blind man to, to to break the speed barrier that he broke driving blind. So uh, so we'll interview him. And just saying that. Yeah. I, know, I know we're all trying to process. <clears throat> right. What did you just say? Yeah, and, over two hundred miles an hour. And by the way, his story is fascinating. So we'll we'll talk to him. And that'll be out this weekend. And the Wheel of Meat still has not spun. So that could happen today, too. So uh, so there's a lot going on. Uh, we'll start unpacking it when we come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And the website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. You know, a lot of new items in the Rick and Bubba store and more to come. Uh, but if you haven't checked it lately, uh, go, uh, go to rickandbubba.com, click on the store, and check those new items and, and grab you one. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So, Gary, um, you've you've had a big day here on the show. It's uh, you've um, you've made a big announcement. Uh, it's just another day. 
and uh, you've uh, you've kind of all ready to go. But but yeah. you were saying because we get this all the time. We do um, you know do this show and a lot of topics have been brought up and and a lot of people we've had this they they talk about all the different you know wives' tales or remedies on how to remove ticks. And you said you had a situation. Well, let me let me let me say something. I need to ask you a question and Dan a question. Okay. And just quick answer. Uh, how come you don't ever take me? You know, with you on these trips anymore? Uh, that's an easy answer for me, Louisiana. Well. Okay, that's why you don't get to go anymore. Okay, so so I don't know why Dan doesn't take you anywhere, but well, I know why. I, I know, know why I don't. All I want. Is a key to his place over there in Georgia. Oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. You don't want that. They, those, people, hey. those people frown on a lot of your practices over there. Well, I mean, I just want to go over and take you home. <laughs> well, that's like asking for the keys to the kingdom right there. <laughs> well, so, anyway. So I'll, I'm not going to get into the story, I, but I'll make it real simple. Would you apologize to that preacher for me next time you see him? I have many times. I've had many times. Sometimes when I wasn't even wanting to. Because well, somebody asked me to again. This is tied in. You know, this story is going to be tied in. Yeah. Or something I, like I tried that. to take him to a men's event, and he got in a fight with a pastor. <laughs> oh, so no. That, so that's really? why he doesn't get to go anymore. Oh, well, no. I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Okay. But, that's uh, an easy answer for me. <laughs> you know, you, you go out in the woods. You know, if you're in the woods like I am a good bit, you know, working farms, cutting grass, and cutting trees, or and turkey hunting. You know, you bound to get a tick. Oh yeah. And uh, here, I don't know. Three or four days ago, my belly started itching. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, it itched, but it felt real good to scratch it. <laughs> you know how it is when you as a kid, you get like you kind of get red bugs. Oh yeah. You know, it feels good to scratch them, but when you got to put Clorox on them or something like that to get them off, it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of hurts. Your Not skin, as much fun, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed scratching there for two or three days, and I said, "Well, Dad, gum, there's something wrong somewhere." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I got to look, and I tried to look in my belly button. So you, you got know, you you have an in, a real. I got one of them enters. Oh yeah, you know. yeah, like uh, a small palm. Yeah, you know, about an inch and a half deep. Yeah. <laughs> well, it isn't two inches. I got in there. <clears throat> I got in there at the mirror. You know, where at the what? At the mirror. Okay. All right. uh, don't you make fun of somebody. Uh, you talking about at the mirror? Buddy Rick over here. And I got, I took my shirt off, and I tried to pull my belly up. You know, we got that Dunlap. Belly. And it, uh, I couldn't see. It looked like my grandpa smiling at me when I was a kid. No teeth in. It, it just kind of mashed together. Well. But anyway, I couldn't see nothing. So uh, I got my phone down there and turned the light on and took a picture of it. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I looked up in there, what I could see, you know. Yeah. And uh, I seen a little tick. And yeah, oh, boy. It looked like he'd made him a bed with some fuzz in there. <laughs> but anyway, I said, you know, I couldn't get both fingers in there to get it out. No. Because no, no. you, you really don't want to pull them off because you leave the head in there. got to be careful. You know, get infected but yeah. you know and i still like scratch too mm-hmm. i mean it felt good to scratch it but right uh my dad gum belly stomach, button uh, yeah my dad gum stomach looked like one of them you know in monkey butts up there at the, 
at the zoo. <laughs> you know, he get red. Oh I mean, it was red. And, uh, but it, you know, it, just it was felt, irritating. Probably irritating. You've been scratching it, it. Yeah, I had to put alcohol on it. Was that was that a seed tick or a full size tick? Yeah. Uh, well, I'd say he was. Uh, he was pretty good. How'd size, you get him out? I mean, yeah. Well, I went in there in the bed. You've been living in there a while. I got some yeah. alcohol and went in there in the bed and laid down on the bed. Yeah. And uh, put the pillar behind my head where I could watch my belly button. Right. And I filled it full of alcohol. Oh, my goodness. Hey, it wasn't just a minute that Joker would come out of there dragging his bed. <laughs> <laughs> but he turned loose. He turned loose. And I took him in there and uh, done away with him. What, what, but you know, it's what still kind of it's, was it. What kind of tick? Was I don't know. I think it's one of them uh, Rocky Mountain spotted fevers. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope it wasn't yeah. one of them. Well, long how long you been down in there? Did he like one of them ticks off a dog? You got oh, well, full he, of blood, or, or was he one of them like a peanut? <laughs> no, he, 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 he wasn't. One, he wasn't one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> biggins. No, he wasn't one of them yeah. swelled up ones. But he did have him a bed made in there. <laughs> I, I bet he did. Uh, but it worked. Oh yeah, it worked. Is it still itching? Uh yeah. You might Every have once it in a while. About. Yeah. Every once in a while it does. So when you put the alcohol in there, he came out oh, on yeah. his own. He come out of there crawling. Right. Well, that's that's yeah. dragging his bed. He's yeah. dragging his bed and he just turned over. I guess he <laughs> I guess he killed him. I don't know. Well, he, he couldn't he couldn't stand that. <laughs> so that did it. All right. Well that that's that's helpful if that you ever, if you helpful. ever get one. You, you, you better be careful. You lucky he turned loose. Yeah. You get that alpha Before gal, you killed you'll be him messed up. Yeah, I'm looking at my stomach. No lady uh well Gwen, I ain't no gonna lady. That's not very nice. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> she had her phone down there and I said, You ain't taking a picture of my navel. And she said, No, I'm just gonna turn the flashlight on, make sure you got him out. But I, I anyway, mean, my my belly looked like my arm did when that preacher grabbed me down there. Louisiana. Yeah, right. I mean, it scratched up. Oh, it is. That was a sheet was sticking to me. It was so raw. I mean, I finally had to get little Gwen to come in here and be sure he's gone. <laughs> You're not having any side Shut effects up, from lady. it, are you? Huh? You have any side effects? I've just, you know, I've got a light grade fever. <laughs> I had a headache this morning. Other than that, I'm fine. But you got to be careful at Lyme disease and all. Hey, he, he, he didn't got in there and took a hold of me. Hey, I done. I done had that COVID and then that other, you know, that other thing I had in January where I couldn't see or. <laughs> what are you talking around. about? I have no idea you know, what you're nope. talking about. <laughs> what, what, what was that? Gary? Yeah, I had, had that you? COVID. You know, I had COVID. You had the COVID. What, what was the well, one where you I, I had the see. COVID. Uh, well, they hadn't named it yet. Old Falky, he ain't named that yet. Who? Who? Falky, what he named it. But, <laughs> you mean Fauci? Yeah. yeah. But, but what, what caused you not to be able to see? Yet? Well, I was seeing double and... Uh, well, you said you couldn't see. You were seeing Well, I could now. see, but I could see two of everything. <laughs> and uh, I had to drive I had to drive my truck with one eye closed. <laughs> uh, you know, my neck... Messed up. Yeah. Me trying to put feed in your feeders over there. Fell yeah. off the back of the flatbed. Well, that explains. I walked up to a feeder and there was just a pile of feed beside it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't help. <laughs> I he mean, that, he, he thought he was pouring it in it. Right? <laughs> he, hey, he poured it in the wrong one. That lasted for a month. You know, everybody wanted me to go to the doctor and have, you yeah. know, tests run. But, Probably so. so you, you, know, you didn't go get it checked? No. Nah, it just uh, cleared it, up it, on its own? It, it, it cleared, just worked itself out. It worked itself out. <laughs> I saw two for a little while, which was nice seeing two little Gwen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was pretty rough. I'm telling you. Well, it yeah, it sounds like rough. it. Yeah, yeah. but you just you just worked it out. Oh, I couldn't even go outside. 
It was just like the ground moving on me. <laughs> but, and yeah, I hadn't Gary, been, most I, most people know, might go to the doctor and have that and, checked. Yeah. Yeah. I really hadn't been drinking or nothing, you know. No, no. Not at that time. No. <laughs> but, hey, I enjoyed it, and uh, me and Lyle's got to go. We fixed to go kill a turkey. No, nah, you ain't going to work. Why? We got to put you to work before you go. I you need to clean mind. your stuff up. You brought a lot of stuff going. Yeah. Thanks for the strawberries today, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's from uh, Keith Evans Farm down at Burbana. Thank you, Keith. Yes, yeah. sir. We'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I text you guys last night because I'm I'm sitting there watching network news, and uh, the 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 guy on the news says, "When we come back." We have a report that the Capitol may be oh, I remember threatened. That. I saw y'all. And it. it is being evacuated. We'll go live when we come back. I'm like, what? You go to break and leave us with I that? Remember, I saw y'all and, texting And I texted you guys. I said, hey, Capitol building is being, um, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> they're, they're running everybody out of there being evacuated, and there may be a, a, an airplane threat, which, you know, we've had back on 9-11, so everybody's always been sensitive about that. And by the time they got back out of their break, they said, well, the air, it's an all clear. We had about 11 minutes scare here. Uh, they thought they had an unidentified aircraft that was uh, headed toward the Capitol building. But we found out today, Rick, it was actually some of the Army Golden Knight jumpers um, that was jumping into the national baseball game. And there was some snafu between their flight plan the FAA and the people who watch over that at the Capitol building, and they thought they were under attack for a few minutes. But how can that happen? I mean, because I, I didn't see the text when it first started. And I had to go back and walk through y'all's text, mm-hmm. and, and y'all were basically saying the same thing. How in the world can something this important not be communicated correctly involving the, the Major League Baseball and the Nationals and, and our government? When you're in the capital, that's where you play, and you're going to fly a plane in and, and put parachutists out. How, how can that cause that problem? Well, I, you, I mean, you would think, you th- how can that happen? Yeah. And uh, Nancy Pelosi, who is in charge of the Capitol Police, who is in charge of the safety of the grounds at the Capitol, and, you know, I've, I, until I went there, I didn't realize how big it is. I mean— I thought Capitol building. How yeah. hard can yeah. that be? Yeah, but it, it's like a state park. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's literally miles of of grass and buildings, and you know the the senators and congressmen are not actually in that building. That's where they go to vote and for the photo ops. But they they actually have offices in other buildings. So and they're giant buildings all around the Capitol building. So it, it's a big complex, um, and you see why they would need a very specialized police force for that. But she was being very protective of the Capitol Police and blaming the FAA on this, mm-hmm. saying that there would be a full congressional uh, investigation into how this happened. So I'm like you. I mean, you, you think you have the military there. There's all, you know, Joint Base Andrews and, yeah. you know, two big airports. And I mean, I, I imagine it's, it's very complicated how they have to coordinate all that. But you can't have the Capitol building think it's under attack. Especially at this point, where why you're doing it when you're doing it, a pregame on, on, exhibition yeah. at a baseball game, mm-hmm. and and on the same day that that Russia mm-hmm. has tested a new intercontinental ballistic missile and and threatening people with it. Yeah, they said uh, out of an abundance of caution that they, they were evacuating the capital. They didn't feel like they were like ever under like under attack or something, but they had this low lying aircraft that they just it kept looping 
and, but, but and they haven't talked about and hey they, heads up uh the nationals are we gonna have planes coming in it seems like if you're playing a professional sport in in the nation's capital especially during times that are so volatile that anytime you had to do a flyover, everybody's crossing every T and dotting every I, so there is no confusion. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you I mean, think it's, it's, would that a, would just be standard operating it, procedure. I mm-hmm. mean, you think it, there would be a flight plan, it would show up on everybody's computer, right. on the radar. I mean, the guys at the Capitol, they, I mean, they probably had a TV going in the security room, you know, with the Nationals game on it. Well, like we go back on. to flyovers are not uncommon. Love flyovers. We do right, them all the, the time. Parachutes, <clears throat> par- people parachute shooting into stadiums that's not new it happens all the time so it's not like somebody decided one day and it never been done before in the history of the nation to do a flyover or have some people parachute into a stadium uh and it just seems like that was so elementary (laughs) for it to cause such a uh, uh, you know an evacuation that just seems so unnecessary that that how how in the world is that can that not be simply avoided? Speedy, have mm-hmm. they have have they updated this? Have have they said who is at fault or who did well, no, what like, or what? What you said is what they have out, and that's Pelosi's blaming the FAA for not um, communicating with Capitol Police, and then uh, but yet the story that we have goes on to say that um, that the uh, the aircraft was communicating with the control tower at Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport, so there was communication about their flight path and what they were doing. But and it and it says it says it remained clear of the prohibited airspace over the Capitol building and other government complexes, but it was really close, and they didn't know what was going on because they didn't communicate with them. And so there's an investigation into why that breakdown of communication happened, I guess. Yeah, and people familiar with the plane they jump out of said, it, you know, it's a very colorful plane, and on the side of it, it actually says Golden Knights. Of course, radar cannot see right. that, yeah. I understand. Yeah. But, yeah. but why is it not? Everybody, uh, where are the, where is the, yeah, that's the Golden Knights. We know they're coming in for the Nationals game. We mm-hmm. have a failure to communicate here, right? It just seems so elementary. Of course, in this story, what, third paragraph, uh, or maybe fourth, is they, they can't, Help, but mention the Capitol uh, rioters and and pro Trump supporters, and so everybody's on edge at the Capitol because well, of how that. about this? Even all the more reason, you know. I know you're right; they can't wait to get back to that. All right, all the more reason. How are y'all so goofy? Y'all don't know that the Golden Knights are jumping into the Nationals game. Yeah, I mean, if I y'all mean, if y'all are really that panicked and I, and you're freaked out because of uh, you know the this uh, somebody coming in there and and taking selfies by your desk, if, if that was if that really threw you. Then all the more reason that you should uh, know when people are doing flyovers and and parachute exhibitions uh, across town at the ball game. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. I mean, there's I mean, a system in place right. for that. Some somewhere it fell apart, yeah. and probably need to get that worked out. Yeah, it's 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 just it feels sloppy. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, the stadium it's is like only a, a little eggs, more than right? a mile away from the U.S. Capitol, so it's really close. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just uh, we had we've never coordinated this before uh, at a major league baseball game. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour rick and bubba show thanks for being with us we'll get to some of your phone calls coming up also uh we got our old buddy mike Pereira back today uh usfl this weekend talladega super speedway this weekend 
A uh, lot going on again in Sweet Home, Alabama. If you want to come see uh, the USFL, all the teams are here for the regular season games and another group of games coming up uh, this weekend, and we'll check in with Pereira and uh, find out what's going on. All right, so uh, that's uh, coming up a little bit later on. Nick Saban uh, is, uh, is part of the show today. You know, this whole thing with college football and uh, the transfer portal, and we've all heard the talk about, you know, you, you, there was a time when you went to a school and you, you stayed there in your role, you worked your way onto the field. That may not happen to your junior or senior year. And, um, of course, now if I just don't like – if I didn't like what was said to me today at practice, I'm in a transfer portal. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out Somebody here. was mean to me today. Somebody was mean to me. Disrespected yeah, me. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't like that. Either. I got to go, and I'm not starting yet, and I've been here two weeks. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, – Nick Saban was asked about uh, the transfer portal, and of course, you know you add with this the NIL deals now, and um, the, uh, the there's there's some good and bad that come with all of it. But uh, Saban was asked about uh, what would he change uh, about the uh, the transfer portal, and uh, here he is fielding that question. What adjustments would you make to the transfer portal? Who? Uh, I, I'm not in a position to really you know, play that. I mean. Um, you know, everybody has an opportunity to um, go wherever they want to go, whenever they want to go, and if we think that's good for the development of young people, um, <laughs> I, I guess it's okay. Um, but I think everyone that's successful in life um, has resiliency and perseverance. And sometimes resiliency and perseverance, and we've had a lot of guys, Mac, Mac Jones, you know, was in a program for, you know, three years and worked and developed so he could be successful. Um, you know, B-Rob was a fifth-year guy that didn't play much and had a great career. Now he has an opportunity to play at the next level. Um, somebody gave me a stat that our players have made $1.7 billion playing in the NFL since 2007. Um, and... All those guys didn't play when they were freshmen. They didn't all play when they were sophomores. They didn't even all play when they were juniors. But they all developed, and I think that's what college is all about, is you're supposed to focus on your development, right? Because we've always said, how much value can we create for young people by getting them to do the right things, um, by looking at college as a destination where you develop a career off the field to prepare yourself for the day you can't play football, and... Um, can you develop a career as a football player? So that's what we've always been able to do, and um, we've had a lot of people do it very successfully, and uh, hopefully the people in our organization will buy into doing things the right way and see that uh, they have an opportunity to do the same. I, I don't know if that could have been handled even yeah, better. Summed uh, up very well. Yeah, uh, yeah, and of course now... I he, wish he'd have used ten horn in it somewhere. I, I, yeah, boy, let me uh, tell you, yeah. I could take you all know, the ten horn. Yeah. I can't get that enough. Was always of that. a good one. I knew he was kind of dialing in when he said, "All right." <laughs> well, here's the thing He's I like, loved I about it. it. I got this. Yeah. He started out just saying, "Well, I have no authority over this. I'm, you know, I'm not nothing I can really say." <laughs> and then here comes that snide comment. <laughs> but if you think, <laughs> apparently, we think this is a great way to develop young people. But, and as soon as he said that, he's <laughs> like, going, huh? "Yeah, now, 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 I'm rolling." Yeah. <laughs> and what he said is absolutely correct. Yeah. And and yeah. Uh, but I but I understand, you know the. You know, we just can't seem to ever really get the balance right. Yeah, it's, it's I, one extreme or another. Yeah, I understand that you think, well, why should a player not have the opportunity 
to to leave, but you kind of go back and say, well, he had the opportunity. You know, most of the ones that that are sought after, their opportunity to go wherever they wanted to go, and was based on who all offered them when they first got an opportunity to choose. Right. So they, it's not like somebody captured them and drugged them to a school. They yeah. they chose to go there yeah. over the choices they they had then. Um, and, but but on the bigger point, which you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to tell. Well, maybe some. In not many cases will you be able to sit down with a with a seventeen, eighteen year old uh, and say, "Hey, this is not going to happen overnight." You know, you're going to the next level. If you'll stay here and develop, and you'll work, when you do get on the field, if you earn your way on the field, you have an opportunity to make a lot of money in the NFL. But if, if you know, if you stop, if you start hopping from one school to another. It's probably going to hurt your development, and we think you can play for us at, at some point. But but you mean having a strategy, executing that right, strategy, right, right. and having the tenacity to pull it off, or what I like to call the set plan, Rick? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we've we um, look. We're we're in a microwave society. Right. Give me give me all that I want now. Uh, forget about the rules to get there. Forget about you know any rules at all, and. Uh, I, a lot of these kids come up, you know, uh, getting to break the rules because they're such good athletes in high school, yeah. and uh, a lot of them don't come from uh, strong family units, and uh, so they get to college. and And why why do we think they're automatically going to turn into good citizens and make wise decisions? Well, I, you know, it, you kind of need to develop that when you're young and have people that are older than you and wiser and you teaching you. Yeah. Tell and, you no every and, now and then. Yeah, to me, yeah. the the I don't think. It's not good for you as a human being if if you find yourself hopping around and you're looking for coaches that have no desire to develop you. They just want to see what you can do for them too in a short window, and then discard you when they're when you've done whatever. And if you don't work out, or if you did what you want to do, but wouldn't you want to be somewhere where you get to know the coaches, you get to develop, you get to have relationships, and and you have uh, people coaching you up and. But uh, but how do you t- convince a young person of the wisdom of that? That's, well, that, too, that, that's I, a tough one. You, I, I you know, the way you, it worked was what you knew that was what you got into when you got yeah. into it from the beginning. If you've if you've grown up being a starter, and you've grown up being a star, Starting. which most of them are at that position, mm-hmm. it's it's a very tough transition to yeah. you're on the bench, you're a backup, it is, uh, you're a rotation player, and. Um, it's uh it's it's a hard adjustment and a lot of them think it's a business decision to leave we we've talked about it but i mean and the flip side is coaches leave so there's got to be a balance there uh the ncaa was too restrictive yeah Uh, i think what we've got now is the wild wild west it's almost like anything goes there's probably a happy medium there that that would be good for everybody you know well what what saban is trying to say which again i'm back to trying to which one's easier to convince somebody of if you want to look me in the eye and say everything I'm doing is a business decision, okay. Well, let me tell you why it's a good business decision to develop. Yeah. That's also a business yeah. decision. Yeah. It is. You know? well, he gave you the numbers of yeah. why that's he, a good business he decision. Did. Uh, bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get in some of your phone calls on any topic when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, all right, so uh, we want to talk a little bit, Bubba. Welcome back, by the way. Um, Glad to be here, sir. Update on this Johnny Depp. Amber Heard thing. Uh, Rick, this couple. Oh, my goodness. You know, with their long divorce case they had and now this long defamation case, I believe they've been in a courtroom longer than they were married. 
I think I think you're right. I, I mean, if somebody added the days up, yeah, I wasn't. I haven't really followed their their oh, lives right. that much, but but I was intrigued by today's. Um, Oh yeah, uh, the, the the court case because it's just getting so weird. You know, Johnny is suing her for defamation because she said she was a domestic violence survivor right. in an op-ed piece, right. which he says again made him look like he was a uh, an abuser. And I don't know if he was or not. I mean, we it just depends who you want to believe in all this testimony. But he says he's been hurt. He said uh, he's not getting movie roles anymore. And you know, he for one for a while there, he was about in. It seemed like every third movie you saw a preview for. Him. Oh, and look, and he, he hasn't yeah, been that, in some. He spent money. He lost the the pirate deal. Oh, did he lose yeah. the pirate deal yeah, over this? I think when they come out, he, the, the pirate franchise, yeah, the be, Pirates you know, of the Caribbean. Yeah. He, so. That franchise has dropped him. How many movies did they do? Bunch, Ooh, at least four. four at least four. four yeah. I think. Bunch. So he lost that, that game. I think so. I may be wrong. And he's saying he didn't do this. So let me be sure I have all this right. They've already had their long drug out divorce, nasty divorce. So that's over. This is the yeah. defamation case. Yes, they, they were done. And okay. she came out with an op-ed saying she was a survivor of domestic violence, mm. meaning that he abused her. And he said, I have been defamed in this. I'm damaged. He said, I, I've lost jobs over this, and I want to clear my name. And that's what this and is And she's countersuing him oh, for $100 sure. million, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, why not? So a couple mm-hmm. things today. Here comes the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case. You're going to hear him testify that Heard pretended on a phone call that she was being hit, but actually he was about more than 20 feet away from her when this was going on. And then he's going to have an audio recording where it, it it appears that you hear that she's actually admitting she's the one that's been hitting him. Uh, so here we go first, him saying, this was totally made up. I wasn't even anywhere near. So here we go. I flopped it onto the couch, and I was walking towards the uh, kitchen to uh, exit, and then suddenly Rocky Pennington... Um, ran in uh, to the penthouse and started, you know, leave her alone, Johnny, leave her alone. And I was I was by the refrigerator at this point. I was 20 feet away. Where was Miss Heard at that time? She was still sitting on the couch. Um, and that's when the screaming, you know, the... Um, the screaming started with like, again, I'm 20 feet away. Wow, he's telling it. But I wish she's still got Io on the phone. She's got Rocky there. Stop hitting me, Johnny. She's screaming in, in her best, um, freaked out, upset voice, high pitched. Back to actors. Stop again. hitting me. Stop hitting me. Jerry Judge and Sean Pett entered the room. And as they entered the room, and she was quite surprised to see them, she said, that's the last time you'll ever hit me. That's the last time you'll ever do that to me. And again, I'm, I'm a good 20 feet away by the fridge. Is he? Is he got some kind of accent going? Uh, I don't I know. He didn't talk like that on Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, right. He's right. got a touch of Edward Scissorhands there. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, do I hear? You know, the uh, 
Captain Jack Sparrow trying to come out. And well, I you kind of wish he would have more of a Captain you know, Jack. Yeah, I kind of like that character. Yeah, right, he's so, a little more carefree about it. All. So now he's going to produce whatever she says. By the way, that one month, that one line right there was pretty good. Let's hear Speedy do it. Um, so go, whatever Speedy. she's had. <laughs> so now we go to to audio <laughs> recording where it appears that Johnny Depp's bunch is going to sh- show us that Amber Heard actually admits that she's been hitting Johnny Depp, but wants to clarify he, she's not punching him, she's just hitting him. So so here, here we go. I didn't punch you, by the way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, uh, hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. I got to go back to this what accent. Weird he don't to... tell me. Don't tell that, me. Now he did sound a little more Captain Jack there, didn't he? <laughs> don't tell me. Y'all, are y'all not going to bring tell me what it's like to the, be punched. The testimony about the little package she left him in there on their bed, do you? Uh, y'all ain't going to bring that up. I right? knew yes where Why you would go. That was part thing. of it. Why? Did y'all read the story? Amber, Amber Heard. Amber Heard, more like Amber. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Wow. Left him a little something. Well, now it's, that's when somebody's mad. If they do that, they're yeah, mad. Yeah. Yes, sir. Make you want to leave your life. And somewhat disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> It's been a long, drawn-out, disgusting trial. Um, me too, more like me poo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if she's filed a suit against, against him too, then even after this, we'll have another trial. So I mean, really, they're they're, they're not either one of them's going to have a dime or a friend left. Well, after this. well, you brought it up the other day, and I was thinking about <laughs> it watching this. It's really hard to figure out who you believe when two actors are trying to act. Yeah, are, yeah. are, are going at it because like when they're swearing, their story is correct, right. and it's hundred and eighty degrees different. Somebody, this is what we have to come to terms with. Somebody is lying. Now here. that recording helped, I think, a little bit. Her admit, I'm hitting you. Well, she you know, now I don't. I don't know what. Uh, she's what else. saying you're being dramatic about how hard I'm hitting you, but I'm hitting you. Yeah, right. I didn't punch you. I'm just hitting you, <laughs> and yeah. we probably don't want to be hit. <laughs> right, right. And I certainly don't like what's happening on the bed in there. No, <laughs> I'd rather you hit me. I think yeah, I would too. I think I so think too. I'd rather be punched. Yeah, she can't hit that hard because if you if you think about, for as far as guys are concerned. <sighs> See, the the relationship is officially over. Right yes, there. So that's tough. Oh, because tough one to get because out of it's, first of all, it's something well, we don't we don't like to think about. <laughs> yeah. But think about, how, right think about how they're no. both being drugged through all this. I mean, you almost want to tell Johnny, I just let it go. Just mm. get away from this. Well, you know, a- apparently, and you both have made points I didn't even know about. But apparently, I mean, the fact that he's willing to do this, it must really be hurting his brand for him to go this far. Yeah. Oh, no. You're talking about somebody who was set. I mean, just off the Jack Sparrow stuff alone. Yeah, but Greg, he spent. Oh, he made Mike so Tyson. Look like, oh, they. He made, he made Mike Tyson like he was on Dave Ramsey. You remember program. the rundown yeah. of his handlers because he yeah. sued them about something? They were like, "No, we were trying to tell you what you were doing," and they listed his debts. And wow, yeah, he really is Jack Sparrow in a modern day world. <laughs> but I want to know, as the mm-hmm. actor Johnny mm-hmm. Depp, like I'm not playing a role. I'm supposed to be real myself. What is this 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 new accent he's he's know, picked up? Why is he talking? Are you are you ever yourself? It's like Frank Caliendo. Is he ever really Frank? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I think Johnny's hung in one of his characters. He can't get out. Yeah, and it happens to some. I'm sure. But yeah, I hate to bring up. Heath I Ledger. really would like to have another pirate movie. Yeah, that was. A, I like Jack Sparrow movie. I don't think you're gonna get one. Not with him in it. Right now. He's, busy. he's one of the best pirates ever. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen for you. This, this is this is U G L Y. It ain't got no alibi. It's ugly. 
We'll be back 15 minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so a couple of uh, political things here before we get to Pereira coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Have you seen this thing with uh, Trump versus Piers Morgan? Uh, It's like he's teasing an upcoming interview uh, with Trump, and he tries to portray that Trump walks out of the interview, uh, but Trump is coming back saying, this is edited. This is making it look like I walked out of an interview, but I didn't. Uh, And he's trying to clarify that. So uh, so here, here, here that is. Okay, Piers, I'm ready. A former president in denial. I'll be completely straight with you. I think I'm a very honest man. Much more honest than you, actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was a free and fair You lost. Only a fool would think You that. think I'm a fool? I do now, yeah. With Excuse respect. me. Okay. With respect. The leftist. The harder. Excuse me. The most explosive interview of the year. I don't think you're real. It's, I'm, really it's just, I'm not like Very dishonest. Let's finish up the interview. Morgan versus Turn Trump. Turn the camera off. Very dishonest. Only on Talk TV. What is talk TV? I don't even know what that is. If you if you see that promo, you think Trump got mad and left. But Trump is saying that's not how it happened. It's been edited, and he said he finished the interview sitting there, and they were very jovial when it was all over. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. How do you do is, Was Trump taking a bathroom break or what? There? what, <laughs> what is this? Well, how about it, may, it may have just been over. Yeah, and he was leaving, and they dropped in audio of him saying, "Very dishonest." Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what he was saying as right. he walked away. Right. And uh, and that's what Trump's trying to clarify. He said, "No, we the thing was over when it was over, and I got up and I left." Now, mm-hmm. do they kind of spar in the, the interview? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, probably. Sure. So. I love when he says, "Do you think?" I, well, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after yeah. what you just said, there's even audio out of Pierce Morgan thanking him afterwards and saying, "Hey, it was a great interview." Yeah. So they well, look, promo people. Well, yeah, the promo yeah. you're going to oh, make. They do it. With you, you do that to probably really don't want to be. Dis- Dishonest, though, the interest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can promo it to the point that it's it's not even reality anymore. You know, yeah, right? Uh, so now, uh, Kamala Harris, Bubba, you're going to really like her, her latest comment because here she is talking about space. And uh, so here, oh, here's your vice president, oh, and she boy. wants you she wants you to know that she's all about space. All right, here mm-hmm. we go. Space is exciting. Yeah, it spurs our imaginations, <laughs> and it forces us to ask big questions. Space, it affects us all. And it connects us all. There you go, Bob. Thank you. You want to use that audio when we start doing space? Okay, huh. she, huh. she bring chills to you. Don't you? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was trying to imagine yeah. if space uh, is if, cool. Let's yeah. just say if John F. Kennedy said the exact same oh, thing, would it, would it would that's it come point. across different? I, I, yeah, that's a great uh, point. Probably it, it, a lot of it too. is. But the his, spe- his speech about us going to the moon is, I have to say, is superior to that one, no matter who said it. <laughs> Rick, very much. Superior. Right, yeah, right, I mean, right, that yeah, one goes yeah. down as one of the great ones. Yeah, know? right. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's her voice or what. Oh, it it is. just doesn't. It's a, <laughs> I can answer it's, that for it's, you. It's, it's, it's not. It's not that it's female. No. It's just awful high pitch and it kind of hurts my ears just a little bit what it is bubba so, is she's talking to us like we're children that's it i mean she right. sounds like that i've just tuned into a children's show and miss patty cake is telling talk to me about space yeah i mean, I've I mean heard, that's I've how heard, everything uh, she does feels that way i've yeah. heard condoleezza rice do some really good speeches yeah um so that that's what i'm saying i don't think it's the female voice but it's uh i don't know hers is very piercing. very high pitch and piercing, piercing very yeah. piercing and I, you may be right. It may be it, it's just I feel like I'm being talked to like I don't know what's going on when I feel like it's more she don't know what's going on. 
You know, well, you you're probably right, and it's just an assumption. And a lot of times she just says words to fill time, yeah, and they, they don't really pertain to each other. Well, Adler told me I'd never heard the term word salad. Yeah, but let me tell you yeah, something. She you know. she is a chef of word salad. Yeah, here. Y'all want to hear? Do y'all want to hear JFK real quick on about the moon? Yeah, yeah. let's just compare. Oh, wow. them okay, this is, this is gonna make it even worse, isn't it? Yeah. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask. Why climb the highest mountain? Why, 35 years ago, fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That's right. Because oh, wow. Uh-huh. Well, we let's, don't. Wait, let's hear. Let's hear the vice president one more time, man. Okay, just compare. <laughs> just real quick. Let me just see because I, I, the hairs on the back of my neck would stand up a little bit during that. Well, yeah, right there. You think I didn't love not because it's easy, it's easy because it's hard. Yeah, that's why we do it. And then there's this. Space is exciting. <laughs> Spurs our imaginations, hmm. and it forces us to ask big questions. Hmm. Oh, yes. Space, it affects us all. And it connects us all. Mm. By the way, we don't give Kennedy enough on the Rice versus Texas. Kind of. Very, <laughs> we, we don't give that yeah. enough. A lot of laughter. I there. Just think at one yeah. time that was a that was a big robbery. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Well, mm. and and he's making the point of yeah. you know the big, it's hard. It ain't easy. It's very hard. Yeah, it ain't easy. Yeah. Why yeah. would you do that? How about Demiles? Yeah. Why would Why would Rice take that on? Right. <laughs> That's back when Texas was really good. Sure. Yeah. And, and you have you know I, I don't necessarily think that JFK's accent is one that I that appeals to me as right. accents go because it's okay. that northeastern you know mm-hmm. deal. But uh, I, I don't know. Come the VP. Well, VP but but what, Harris, but, but, but uh, what you heard is you heard passion. Just, and conviction. She's almost in a baby voice. And and then you heard, I'm not sure Space what to say, so exciting. I'm going to. Space is exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes us I ask. just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it connects us all. Now, let's all walk through our vowels. A, <laughs> E. And whatever uh, you do, do not get on a videos of Ronald Reagan's speeches. Oh, yeah. not, not after, you, go. Not after you've heard Joe go. Biden. Not there today. There we go. Boy, not today. It's, it's quite a difference there. New buddy Mike Pereira is up next. Uh-uh. Yep, he's up next. Come on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So we are working our way to weekend number two of the US, USFL season. And uh, Mike Pereira, who, who, our good friend, our good friend Rick, Mike, Pereira. Mike Pereira, our, our hanging buddy, uh, you know, he's just uh, one of the boys now. Uh, joins us again. Mike, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm like close to perfect. How are you guys? <laughs> We're great. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, just fantastic. So let's look back before we look ahead. Uh, I will say, uh, I know that there were some uphill climbs with weather uh, late in the weekend on the kickoff weekend. You know, Easter, uh, obviously, that that's going to be – um, you know, people are have got commitments there, but I will say this, and I'm going to see if you agree. I thought the kickoff game on Saturday night could have gone as as about as well. It did go as yeah, about it, as well it, as it, could be expected. It, it, it really was a great presentation, a great game, and uh, from from what I've gathered, a lot of positive feedback for what what took place. You know, 
Um, I'm not one that tries to set my expectations too high yeah. because when you do that, you know, disappointment often is right around the corner. So I, I, I didn't anticipate any great things coming out of the Saturday night opener, but as I sat in my replay center in Los Angeles and watched the crowd file into the stadium and then watch the actual game itself and the quality of the play. I mean, I was like stunned to tell you the truth because it just had the feeling of big time football and it had the, the, the interest and the enthusiasm of the fans. And even I like man, man, I was like so fired up in the replay center I, i'm like saying stop this game so i can get on tv and, uh, <laughs> and, and and be a part of this dang thing um I, I i you know the whole thing of birmingham the birmingham stallions playing well the birmingham stallions winning the game at the end of the game um the break that we got in the weather in a basically a lousy weekend of weather it it all it all, to me, kind of sent a signal that we're headed in the right direction. And we've still got a lot to go. I mean, we've got a long way to go to get where we want to be. But the fact that so many fans showed up, and it's such a inexpensive form of entertainment to come watch football, um, I, I really think, and when you think also three over 3 million viewers on all levels of the platforms of television and the media, I mean, we're on to something here, and I'm excited to see what uh, what this weekend's going to bring. Mike, I, I thought the presentation on TV looked good, too. I, I, I flipped back and forth between Fox and NBC, and um, I, I, it, I, I guess I was thinking there were going to be two different announcing crews. Uh, it was the same one, but it, it looked good on both networks. I had friends that were at the game, and they said the crowd really got loud during the fourth quarter, and they thought that, that – Obviously, it helped Birmingham come back to win that game, but they they said it was a great game experience from their standpoint. Yeah, you know, I think we look back and say after Saturday and after, you know, the crowd that we had there, what can we do better? And and I think that's the way with any startup league. And when you look at it, um, we're making steps this week to make sure that when we get a good crowd like that in Birmingham, of course, is playing on Saturday – that we have the people set up to where we don't have the long lines at the concession stands. We don't have the long lines to get in. Um, and, and those are the types of uh, the growing pains that you go through. I think when people show up this week, if they were there last week, they're going to get a different feel of access. Parking the whole ball of wax is going to be better. And, um, and, and like I say, and, and then I think you have to look at the, the style of play and what we had Saturday night. I mean, Boom, you got the kickoff return and then touchdown pass. And then the, the other team, touchdown pass. So you had points, which is something, honestly, Bubba, I was concerned about because we don't, we didn't put any defensive restrictions on. So you can blitz at any time. You can blitz as many times as you want. And we've talked before about the shortage of good offensive linemen. But we, we, we basically had good offense in most of the games, and, and that was really impressive to me. And I think fans like offense, right? I mean, they do. They like to see score. They like to see action. They like to see car crashes in Talladega. Uh, you, know, you know, fans are just like that type of energy. And that, to me, the, the, the actual play was really good and physical. I mean, yeah, there were some hits. huge hits. And, and then as I'm reviewing the film um, – here at home in Sacramento this week, it was not only physical, 
In some cases, it was cheap. I got some cleaning <laughs> up to do. Um, yeah, there but were some shots that were taken that uh, in the NFL would lead to fifteen thousand dollar fines, and and uh, we certainly can't do that um, in the USFL, not to that degree, but. Um, we will have to take some action in a couple of situations. Well, I th- I thought that that aspect of the game there was a breath of fresh air too. I saw you know ninety percent of the game, and I loved the pace of the game. I loved how the officials, as you were training them and hoping for, they they really listened. They they stayed out of the game. Uh, they only called the stuff that that needed to be addressed. Yeah, had to be called. They yeah. certainly weren't nitpicky. They they didn't bog the game down. Even when we had uh, the replay, you, you you got that done quick, and we moved on. I loved that part of the game. Yeah, and I think fans like the transparency. I mean, yeah, so many cameras, you know, on players and and microphones on players. The noise. Starting out, and when we watched on social media the reaction, um, the, 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 the sound was a little overwhelming. Yeah, um, was, yeah, There were too many microphones that were on, and there were too many things picked up that made it hard to even understand the announcers. Um, and so, uh, actually, it's kind of the way things work, I guess. Huh? When you're owned by a network or basically funded by a network, they can make the call in real time. At the end of the first quarter, they took out certain noise elements so it would be easier to listen to on TV. And the reaction on Twitter, and that was good, that we reacted and made it clear. But that that, that helmet cam on some of the players, I <laughs> yeah, mean, that was, like, name. really cool. Some yeah, of the was. big hits, it was really something The else. drones, the drones were really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It put a silencer on the sound of the drones. I'd really like that. But yeah. it's... <laughs> They, they they were flying around. One of our line judges, all of a sudden, I, I just happened to see her flinch. I mean, and I thought, what the heck was that? And then I looked a little closer, and like she flinched to a drone yeah. that was coming right at her. And uh, but but again, that's all part of access. You have a handheld camera that goes into the huddle, goes actually into the huddle, and he yeah. and so he can film anything into the huddle. I mean, and you're, you're like all of a sudden you're a a fan watching on TV and then you're in the huddle as the play is being called. And, and that's part of the the thing that Fox and NBC wanted to accomplish. They wanted the broadcast to look a little bit, a little bit different. Um, they wanted it to be somewhat free and be able to do whatever they want. And so you got cameras, sky cams, and only once did a drone fly into a cable of the, of the sky cam. So uh, that, that's we only had one, we had one wreck in the, that's in the bad. game. That's cool. bad. And by the way, the wire won. Over the <laughs> Some things we haven't hit on before we wrap up today. And uh, we didn't get to, we, you know, this thing that's going on in Florida, by the way, uh, they did pass the bill to remove Disney's uh, special status. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. I know the Senate passed it. The House, have they done it too? And uh, then the governor has to sign all it. All I saw is it made the latest step it needed to make. It's not yeah. done yet, but it, it did. Get, maybe the Senate is what it got through. It, 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 I know it, it passed it, the Senate. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know what's left to do on that, but, um, but it's moving forward. But also, you know, this thing where, where the left is so good at creating propaganda, and they'll <laughs> just start pre- they'll just start pretending something's happening that isn't happening. And this is the the don't say gay is what they're calling the state law uh, that uh, that is going to um, you know, ban children 
for for you know the thing about the schools, but this and also is talking about where you can't go to to you know children and start talking about sex changes and things like that, and and they're trying to get all that, which is just to make common sense. Uh, but now Saki is going to to get so distraught about this that she's going to actually break down in tears. Uh, Did yeah. I, do I, do I have I'm, this right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right. So here we go. The political games and harsh and cruel uh, attempts at laws or laws that we're seeing in some states like Florida, that is not a reflection of the country moving to oppose LGBTQ plus communities. That is not what we see in data. That is not factual. Uh, and that is not where things stand. This is a political wedge issue and an attempt to win a culture war. And they're doing that in a way that is harsh and cruel uh, to a community of kids, especially. I'm, I'm like going to get, emo- uh, I'm going to get emotional about this issue because I just, it's horrible. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's like kids who are bullied and they, 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 like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives and hurt their families. And you look at some of these laws in these states and it is going after parents who are in loving relationships who have kids. It's completely outrageous, um, but it is it is a wedge issue. Sorry, I, I'm just, this is an issue that makes me completely crazy. Um, but mm-hmm. it is an issue that, right um, that is a political wedge issue. It is not a reflection of where the country is. You know, um, just, I know you can say things over and over, and that somehow the left thinks <laughs> that makes it true if you'll just keep saying it. You, you but, would think that Governor DeSantis was riding around the neighborhood picking out people to beat up just, if you listen to her. That is so crazy. But, Rick, here's the thing, and I, I've tried to zoom in on what they actually think. Now, most of us, normal adults, we think that you shouldn't be discussing sex education with people third grade and under. And that's what this law prohibits, okay? They think that if you're going to develop properly, now I'll tell you how how twisted this is. They think that that kids in the kindergarten level need to be exposed to this so they can choose what they want to be at a kindergarten level. That's what they really believe. And nobody, let me come on, man. I mean, I know. What what I'm talking about is I would take her point and I would counterpoint it and say, you have a really strange view of protecting children. To Bubba's point, I think we also need to have a, a, a clear-headed conversation about we probably want to do a job of not letting little children be manipulated into something that, that, that the left and Hollywood and all these people deem mod now. I'm a little kid. I'm trying to figure life out, and I've heard it's really kind of cool to pretend I'm a different gender. I've heard it's kind of cool uh, to, to – it's, it's mod now to talk about that I'm – I'm ever-changing on – to talk sexuality with children this young, does, does no one see that there should be some protection there too? Well, see, no, I they mean, don't because right. – let me tell you I mean, why. Here, here is their, their uh, yeah, ultimate end game to this. They want kids that early to make their choice so they can be treated medically before they get to puberty. Because, mm. see, after puberty, you have a lot more work to do. Mm. Is the way they're looking at it. About, yeah, I know. Okay. They want to do it before it because they think that makes it a smoother path for them. Again, you're talking about an age where they they don't they don't understand the world. I mean, most it's very simplistic. And they're they're wanting these kids to make a decision about what gender they're gonna be for the rest of their life. 
when they when they're young, haven't when been they're the first thir- grade. And this is any yet. sex when they're education. Third grade or younger. Yeah. So, th- but that's what the left wants them to do, and that's why they're saying they want them to do it. But we just think that that's way too early to be talking about sex with kids. That's just too early. And guys, if a if a girl wanted to get breast implants, what age would that be appropriate? Not ten. Not eight not nine we, we don't let kids do that in that way why are we letting them forever change their bodies in a way at, at this young young age this hormone replacement therapy they say oh you can transition off of it if you decide not to use it no it forever changes your body when you when you stop your body going through puberty in this normal way and she says that it's you know a disconnect from the actual culture why is the why does the president have the lowest approval ratings like since jimmy carter if right. if they're so connected to the people and it's just a joke, guys. It's just sad, and it's just, and it's evil, and it's wrong. And and the the, the fake world they live in is just. Like, and again, her argument and her past. She's crying. She's all tore up. You think that Governor DeSantis is driving through neighborhoods, picking kids oh, up yeah. and beating them up? Mm-hmm. That, that's what you would. Think Bill never that. says gay. I saw. Ne- doesn't have it in it. I well, saw yeah. it. It's it's not, and, but they, see, they want to get to those young minds. Mm-hmm. So they can sway them early. There's an article, and this person is a psychologist and is transgender and lives as a woman, came out and said that it's becoming trendy. That's be, my point. And she goes, and to truly mentally evaluate somebody that's dealing with this, doctors aren't doing it. They're just prescribing stuff without doing a true evaluation. And this is a transgender person saying this who happens to be a psychologist. I think she's from Britain. It said that it's become trendy, then that you can't, that it's dangerous. You don't need to just automatically, because a kid says one thing, put them on blockers and all that. Yeah. And that's what, from a transgender yeah. See, person. See, this is a much bigger deal than dressing up and pretending you're a professional football player because you're a kid. Yeah. And kids like to pretend to do things that yeah. seem to be neat. Yeah. This is very, and, you know, what about the protection there? Right. Don't, don't, don't hear about that. But, but, but we, we should. But I'll cry, but I'll get yeah. tore up about it. Well, and also pretending that our society. Uh, that, All that, feels that, that way. That you're out of step with today's country and our society if you have any concerns here. I don't believe that either. Thanks for listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out A. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.